Approaching the one-year mark of the war in Ukraine, and as you've heard, millions of Ukrainians have been displaced by the invasion. That includes... That's what it sounded like just a few weeks ago when the world marked the one-year anniversary since the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Back on February 24th, 2022, newlyweds Ina Movchan and her husband Vitaly Shkarbun were just about to host their wedding reception in Lviv. Then the bombs started falling, and obviously the party got cancelled, and the couple fled the country as refugees. They arrived in Canada a month or two later. For them, the anniversary of the invasion's also been a time to take stock. They think of their stressful escape that took them on a journey through a handful of European cities and even briefly to Israel before arriving in Canada. They also think of Vitaly's decision to leave in order to protect his pregnant young wife, while his father and brother were in the Ukrainian army fighting the Russians. But the young couple is eager now to express their gratitude to all the people and all the local Jewish organizations that have helped them land on their feet. JVS got them jobs, Jaius helped with housing, and there's been lots of support for their first child, Yeva, the baby daughter who was born here and is now six months old. Like, now we're seeing that it was really amazing and, like, people helped us, God helped us. And uh, thanks God, everything uh, like going good for us. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. Ina and Vitaly are among the 150,000 Ukrainian refugees who've come to Canada in the last year. She is 24, she's Jewish, and before the war, she was hoping to follow her dreams and open her own travel agency. Her husband, Vitaly, is 30. He wasn't raised Jewish, although he's sure there are Jewish roots somewhere in his ancestry because he originally comes from the tiny town of Medjibish, which is where the founder of Hasidic Judaism, the Baal Shem Tov, is buried. Ina got a job right away with the Toronto Prosserman Jewish Community Centre, although she's on maternity leave right now. And Vitaly started to work installing garage doors for Dodds, a well-known Toronto company. And while they keep an eye on developments back home, they do what they can here to fundraise to send supplies to the front lines. Coming up, we'll check in with a couple on how they're navigating the challenges of making a new life in Canada, right after this message. During World War II, the Nazis began a little-known program of extermination for their own children. In Peter Klenot's new mystery thriller, The Unwanted, 14-year-old Hannah Ziegler is being driven by her grandfather and her psychiatrist to a euthanasia center. 16-year-old Silky Hartenstein graces the cover of Nazi propaganda magazines. Avi Kreisler is a Munich police detective rounded up for Dachau. And a patrician father hopes his son, David McAuliffe, will be elected the first Catholic president of the United States. In The Unwanted, in the aftermath of war, revenge brings these four people together in ways unimaginable. The Unwanted. Do not skip to the last page. Find it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And joining me now are Ina Movchan and Vitaly Skarbun. And you might be able to hear their infant daughter in the background. Welcome to the CJN Daily. It's nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you too. Thank you for nice inviting to meet you. us. But we are grateful to... Uh, to tell our story. You have been in Canada how long and uh, how many months now? And where do you live? 
So to Canada we came in the end of April. So here we are already for 10 months. And now we are living in our apartment, like we, which we are renting. Bathers and steels, right? We always hear from everyone that they, like everyone who who started building, like who came to Canada and the first year started building their life. All all people told us that they also started from bathers too. Let's go back a little bit before we we start with with what's happening now. You were living where when the war broke out? You guys were in Lviv. What was it like? What were you doing there as a job or uh, what were you working at? So uh, before the war began, uh, we wanted to, to open our little business travel agency. And everything was creative for this. And so you already paid rent. You found a building or an office space in Lviv. Yes, yes. What was the name of your company going to be? Grand Tour. Grand Tour. And how did you guys meet each other? Um, before the quarantine started, you know, in 2020, I was travel agent and uh, our tourists decided not to go to Budapest. Uh, it was like travel for two days and we had few free tickets. So I... She decided to call her friend, friend and uh, ask maybe somebody want to go. And uh, my friend uh, called me and told us that her friends... <laughs> Uh, has a free ticket like for travel. I said, "Oh, really? And you want that I go with you?" Like, <laughs> but unfortunately, in that moment, uh, I was really busy, and I just forgot uh, for that situation. But uh, after a few weeks, I asked my friend, "How was your trip?" Trip, yeah. And uh, he told me that that uh, girl don't want to. Uh, to go with us. I, I asked like, why? She don't want to go without me? <laughs> okay, let's give me her number. I want to speak with her. And uh, <laughs> we meet Justin. And it was my, uh, the best maybe decision. <laughs> That's a bit creepy maybe, but also funny and romantic at the same time. And so then you got married. Tell me about your wedding coming up around the same time as the war started. For uh, official uh, wedding. It was just uh, me, uh, my my father, uh, her uh, mother, and uh, like my uh, mother's uh, husband. Yeah, like this, and uh, we uh, just uh, official like signs that uh, we start to make a family, and I agree, she agree, and everything. And uh, we start to prepare uh, everything for twenty seven February. We uh, think uh, to to make a great wedding, like uh, uh, all the singers, uh, uh, music, uh, restaurant for more than one hundred uh, people uh, from uh, from right, Europe. So guess, yeah, from guess. yeah. And uh, in the morning of that day, uh, Vitaly's friends said to him that uh, the airline from Israel. They canceled their flight because they think that the war will be begin, and they were so sorry that they can't come. Yeah, and uh, but we didn't uh, think that like we we understand that it's like really dangerous maybe coming, but we we didn't want to to believe in it. But unfortunately, of course, in uh, twenty, I remember that night, twenty four February twenty twenty two, I cannot sleep. 
I feel that really something uh, dangerous coming and uh, I told my wife, I have to call to my uh, father, to my brother, the, the military in Ukraine and uh, I have to dis uh, to decide, uh, discuss with them what to do because uh, something really dangerous coming and uh, maybe we will we, we will need to go abroad. I, I told my wife, uh, okay. Uh, you can go to sleep, but I uh, have to go to petrol station and uh, uh, fu uh, pu uh, put uh, full up uh, uh, petrol, like yeah, gas, gas, yeah, in my car. And because uh, tomorrow I I think that uh, you cannot uh, like charge your car, yeah. And it's really happened like this. And I wanted to like I wanted to believe that 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 the war uh, really like will because i already i think that it's my like second war because i already had this war when i, I was from ukrainian donetsk and i was just 15 years and russia came there and started like killed our civilians uh, rape our children and civilians like and for me the war started in 2014 but then, because of war, my family and I moved to to safe uh, city in Ukraine, it's Lviv. And we started to build our life like from the beginning. And we left everything in Donetsk. So what happened to all your... You must have lost a lot of money with your reservations and all the, you know, restaurant and the food. I uh, want to make a little bit uh, advertiser for, for, for her, okay? She one of the best financial uh, manager okay and i don't know how uh, she did everything but we uh, receive maybe 90 percent money back no, i think 80 percent but it's still uh, <laughs> okay 80 percent is <laughs> your your visas are for three years this can you it are you planning to hopefully go back as a tourist or go back to to live uh, now uh, we uh, want to uh, create our career here in Canada. Uh, you know what? I am not sure uh, that it's good idea to try again, 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 and again. Yeah, uh, to build uh, from the beginning new life. Yeah, for my wife, it's already third time. Yeah, I think it's little too much. Like, and we have to stop. Uh, we have here a um, uh, job, uh, our daughter was born here, of course, of course, we love Ukraine very much here, yeah? and we will be visit Ukraine always, yeah, every year we'll be, we will be try to visit Ukraine, yeah, and of course, we uh, will be help our Ukraine, we helping now, for all Ukraine, uh, like how we can we help uh, for win and for stop the war. And after we will be help Ukraine for rebuilding Ukraine. Understood. But you know what? I want to speak to you about that. Young men who come to Canada of military age have been bullied or attacked or getting insulted on Facebook or on Instagram by people who say for not being there. Did that happen to you? Of course, uh, for me. Uh, it was um, really a really hard decision uh, because uh, I feel the same. I feel the same that uh, I have to go to protect our country. Yeah, and uh, I don't even uh, think that go somewhere. And uh, 
when uh, we finished to discuss, uh, my father and my brother told me that we have uh, your uh, wife is pregnant and uh, they told me we will take protection for our country, you will take protection to take care for our family, okay? I said, okay. And uh, they told me, when we really will be so that war, it start, you get start on the road, okay? I told, okay. And uh, when uh, really we hear the first explosion and the first sirens, I told my wife, we don't have any choice. Okay, let's go. And uh, we start to go. And uh, we go from uh, Moldova. There was uh, a big traffic. And uh, when uh, we came there, they uh, maybe uh, have to stop me, but they don't stop me. Like, And uh, it's everything happened, I think, because it's God. Yeah. That official first day, it was official like to to move from Ukraine, and just in the end of the day of twenty fourth of February, uh, they gave a official like paper that men from eighteen yeah. to sixty can't move from Ukraine. So it was early. Okay, so you went to Moldova. When you got to Moldova, then what happened? Where did you go next? Uh, we next go to Romania. After Romania, we go to Hungary. Oh, after we, Hungary, we, we go to uh, Poland. After Poland, we go to Slovakia. After Slovakia, we go to Hungary again. And after Hungary, we go to Israel. Why did you decide Israel wasn't going to be where you wanted to be? It's not finished. Like, maybe we will back to Israel. We will see. Um, but at that time, uh, we just... Uh, my wife uh, saw that... Canada prepare uh, a great like uh, program. Program, it's a great program, yeah. And uh, we decided to try. Why not? Like and also, um, like because uh, I'm Jewish by mom, and Vitali is not uh, uh, Israel. Um, uh, they approve family to the whole family just after one year from the anniversary, like from the wedding. And we had just few months of, uh, from the wedding. So they told us that they can approve just me. And Vitaly will be on A5 visa. Uh, and he can't left Israel for five years. So we decided that it's not uh, what we wanted. And we don't know Ivrit, uh, like Hebrew, unfortunately. Uh, and we received our Canadian visa just in five days. So we received to try ourselves in Canada. And when we... When we decided to go to Canada, we didn't, we wasn't sure like how it will be here. And we, and we already moved from the whole Europe, Israel. And we didn't know like we will come back to Israel or we will go to Canada. And we hope that the war will stop in a few days. Like we had many, many thoughts, but unfortunately it's already one year past and um, the war is still going. What's the hardest thing been for you guys as you're marking your wedding anniversary? Uh, being in Canada so far? Uh, of course, from the beginning, because when we just uh, came to Canada, we don't even know like uh, how to fit our family. I don't know how to fit our family. Yeah. And uh, we don't know where to live, uh, what to do. Yeah. But uh, thanks uh, GVS, Toronto and uh, another organization and other people, uh, they solved this problem. 
uh, first it was GVS Toronto. Uh, we found uh, them and I reached them and it was our best decision because after the quarantine, uh, we had our like interview with GVS first and then they found a job for me in a few days. I was already five months pregnant and uh, I thought that I was scared really that it was like, it will be hard for me to find a job. Uh, but they helped me and in a few days uh, they found a job for me in Prosum and JCC who hired me and I got the the best team and they gave me also a huge support and also GBS Toronto helped Vitaly to find his job and I also want to say that uh, the challenge was also to find the, the apartment and uh, we found Jaya's Toronto who helped us with housing for first months and we are also so grateful to them. And in this month, we found our apartment and also Canadian building companies. They helped Ukrainians at that time and they gave three free months, first, first three free months for living. Uh, and the second challenge was that there is not any furniture. So uh, we didn't know also what to do. And then we found JRCC. Uh, Jewish Russian Community Center and they helped us with all the furniture for first time and all like other Canadians also just helped us in some like uh, in our first steps in Canada so we are so grateful to all these organizations I didn't ask but on February the 23rd or 24th did you do anything special for the one year anniversary did you go protest or send a drone something what did you do if anything Unfortunately, uh, I was uh, at work and uh, at that uh, day uh, I have a lot of work and I finished just my work at uh, 9, 9 p.m. And uh, we don't uh, go anywhere, but I told my wife uh, at that day in the morning we sent like share for support to Ukraine. Yeah, we wanted uh, so much to go on that. Uh, like we, we saw that in every country and in Toronto also, they have like uh, uh, protests for Ukraine. Yeah, and we wanted to go there. But unfortunately, because Vitaly came home late, we we can't um, like go there and we have baby. Uh, but uh, he told me that it's okay. Uh, we did our mission also in the morning and other people did their mission this evening. I told everyone it's uh, who of course fighting for the for Ukraine for freedom for their peace have to uh, do his uh, role in this part of all team and uh, everyone when just make something little bit it's going to be a big a big result yeah in my opinion this situation now is so dangerous not just for ukraine this situation is dangerous for all the world and it's good that now we receive all uh, from all the world understanding and support what is happened uh, because in 2014 uh, we was alone and now uh, we have a big support yeah yes let's hope and we are so grateful to all, to all the world, to all Canadians who helped Ukrainians for like in all this way, in all this year. 
uh, we're really so great and because of all your help and like other uh, like uh, of all can from from the help from all the country from all the world now ukraine is stays and uh, like really help oh, we really sorry we really so grateful to all your help and to everyone's help thank you so much thank you very much By the way, Ina's mother and grandfather have now also arrived in Toronto as refugees, and Vitali has launched a GoFundMe campaign to help buy a prosthesis for one of his friends back home who lost a leg in the fighting. The link for that is in our show notes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Irving Himmel of Toronto. And just another reminder that we're preparing special coverage for Israel's 75th birthday, and we'd love to publish your memories. So please send me a photo and a short note about Israel meant to you. Was it dancing on the streets in 1948 or making Aliyah? Whatever your story, our deadline is April 3rd. Email me at ebessner at thecjn.ca. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. 